reaching up and making the grab. Odell Beckham Jr. Stafford buys time. Protection is good. And so is the pass. Henderson came out of the backfield. Jefferson in motion. Henderson, nice cutback. Stafford rolling and throwing. Caught, caught, touchdown. Stafford caught on the run. Caught, who else? Out of the slot to the right, looks that way, fires that way, but makes the grab at about the 18 yard line. Pass, cut, got it, touchdown. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. It looked like P. Ryan might have had a shot to make the grab, but the Rams now. Running down to celebrate with a defensive play. Guess who? Guess of course. Who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Do not even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of East Coast Rams Podcast. I'm your co-host, uh, Ashton, with my awesome co-host here, Zach. Uh, how you doing, Zach? Uh, the Rams have started OTAs. We have um, uh, some news. This is going to be mini pod, guys. Uh, you know, it's off season. We don't want to make drama where we don't need to. We're going to just talk about some simple subjects, give our opinions on it. And um, we'll probably start some more season preview stuff, maybe in a few weeks. Uh, but Zach is traveling for work, having a lot of fun. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I'm on the road. I'm in uh, Rhode Island, so, you know, even closer to the East Coast. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been great to actually see football happening, um, getting to watch some of the video highlights from the OTAs. It's just it just gets me fired up for this season even more. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about something first up that we missed uh, while we were going over draft stuff. And this was uh, Behind the Grind. Uh, is that the name of it? Yeah, which is weird because I haven't, I don't know where episode yeah. two is. We've episode three or episode one has been out for a while now, uh, but we have not gotten yeah. episode two yet. I was thinking so those were going to be gonna... week to week things. Yeah, I, I was going to make the comment. It felt like when this came out, I was like, oh, okay, episode one, it'll come out in like a few days or like a week. And we haven't seen anything else. And it was actually really good. So uh, I felt like they tried something different here. Um, I don't know where the other episodes are. Uh, but overall, I liked a lot of content in there. I like that format. I know some people, that's not what they're into. They just want to see the football element. I personally love seeing the person element, the human element, and a lot of the coaching that we don't really get to see. Uh, and the Rams do a good job of doing that more than some other teams. But especially after, at least in my point of view, a lackluster kind of drill All right, not drill. Uh, it was really 
uh, nice to see this. Uh, Zach, what was your reaction to it? Did you like a lot of the different segments? Yeah, so I, or I less need. Yeah, I mean, I you know initially I thought it was kind of it started off kind of emotional because you got you talk about less need and he it was kind of him, um, you know, talking about the rebuilding process and uh, or the retooling process, whatever he wants to call it. Um, but then you see them taking down Ramsey's nameplate and you see them cleaning out the lockers of Bobby Wagner and Leonard Floyd and things like that. And, you know, it's kind of kind of emotional to kind of see those players, um, you know physically get removed from the stadium um and from the locker room so I, I i thought it was kind of emotional but it was cool it was cool to get an inside view of how you know kind of inside sean mcveigh's head of how he was thinking about going into the season or going out of last season and how he's preparing himself for this season um you get to see a little bit of uh, Raheem Morris and um, Aubrey Pleasant, uh, the new DB coach. You got to see them discuss their relationships. Um, and the last thing that I thought was, you know, that I highlighted um, in our notes was the Van Jefferson and his discussion about Cam Akers and um, kind of that relationship that they have built. I mean, I think even Van Jefferson said in that in that thing that you know, um, or in his in his press conference, it was like you know Ram or. Um, Acres is like my best friend on this team. And so just getting to know that. And uh, I, th I think that we're going to see a lot, a lot of good things from Acres this year uh, based on that feedback that we're getting. Yeah, uh, I definitely think it's a big year for both of those players. So leaning on each other is definitely a smart idea. Uh, happy to see they're getting along and hopefully they both do great. We really really need both of them to pick it up uh i personally love the stuff with ernest jones like this was a guy i was so high coming out of college that i just knew he had that star factor in him especially the way he played in at south carolina uh as you guys can see my uh family my in-laws are huge south carolina fans so i got to watch him a lot in college and um, he's been great for us, and he, we're going to need him to step up with Bobby Wagner leaving. And uh, this team, the defense as a whole, he's going to be one of the more veteran guys on the defense. That's how young this defense is, and I know we can kind of lose the context of that. Uh, but it was really awesome to see that. Um, overall, really well produced, and uh, I kind of want to see more Zach, just not at the pace of like once <laughs> one every month. It just makes month. us kind of forget oh, about good. it. I mean, it just makes us forget. I mean, the yeah. next one was supposed to be up about the draft. Now that would have been perfect because this one was, it was somewhere between like a week, maybe two weeks after the draft. And so like this, they teased up the next yeah. one was going to be about the draft. Well, the draft is, you know, it's a month away, a month ago, like, that's that's past us now. Like now we're into OTAs and we're we're ready to see these things happen. I don't doesn't really I don't know if we really need to see the behind the scenes of that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's still going to be cool. I think it's they're going to do a really good job with it. But again, I I think their timing of it needs to be a little bit more fast paced. What you're not dying to see behind the scenes for the draft lab? God, that I was, mean, like I said, I, I oh, I'm fine so with bad. seeing it. I think I want to see it, but I wanted to see it when it was fresh in my mind, when the draft was literally, you know, a couple, like, you know, two weeks ago would have been better than, you know, waiting a month and month and a half before we get to see the next one. So that's, that's my I take mean, on that. I, 
I love that stuff. I, I want to see it even now. I just hated their theming for it. It was it it didn't appeal to me. I'm sure it appealed to some people and uh you know oh someone is driving through the <laughs> uh but you know as stuff like that's a subjective so if you enjoyed it I, i'm happy for you uh i just want them release this I, I do like that type of content they are on this is a good segue zach uh we got to see another video from the rams from otas with Yarber, the wide receiver coach, uh, coaching up this very young wide receiver core who did just add Tyler Johnson to the mix from uh, – he mostly played with the Bucks. Uh He was on, at Houston last year but really didn't play. Uh, yeah, so, I think he was on the Raiders as well. Yeah, so, Zach, uh, what was your reaction to that – and can you guess, and I, I, I'm hoping you haven't looked at the stats for uh, between Tutu, Bain, and Tyler. Can you guess which one out of the three has the most yards? Out of who was the third one? Tutu, Tyler Johnson, and Ben. Ben Skoranek. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it Tutu? Because of because he went far, or is it Tyler Johnson? I now I don't know. I don't know. A career, career, uh, yeah. Oh, career. I guess uh, that's right. Oh, they all have been in. Actually, Tyler Johnson's been in for three years, but he only played in two games uh, last year, and he did not get any stats in either of those games. Okay. Uh, so the answer is Tyler Johnson. Uh, he got in his career so far, he has 529 yards and two touchdowns, beating both Tutu, who has around 300 yards and one touchdown on his career, and Ben Skronik, who has zero touchdowns and 509 yards. Uh, so I, I think the point I'm making that. is I, I think this wide yeah, uh, he was a really from all, all the uh, videos I saw of him. He was a solid rotational piece for the Bucks, who didn't really get a lot of opportunity to do more than that. Uh, so the point I'm making is I, I mean, really it, think this wide receiver three position is wide open, and uh, we'll see who can kind of come out of that. I think that's what the Rams are saying. It's it seems. I mean, it's definitely a depth piece, but again, this this Tyler Johnson hasn't hasn't done anything really to prove himself that he would be a wide receiver three. I mean, he's taller. Um, he's you know he's capable of um, you know get going up there and, and getting the contested catches, um, but but realistically, he hasn't proven anything. Um, and so, really, I think that position is going to be more of a rotational piece unless you can get somebody else really in a good rhythm, but I, I, I don't think that he's the solution. I, I think that they, they have other players on that team that, that really can, can bring it. And I, I just, I think this was a, this was a cheap, inexpensive. He's been in the system for a while. He might be able to, you know, help out the, the rooks. Um, but as, as far as actual playing real time, I think it's going to be slim to none um, similar to how he has been on other teams. So, 
Uh, that's just, again, my opinion. Um, it was really kind of weird. Usually we would hear hints of them signing a player uh, before the, the official team actually posts it. Uh, we did not. Uh, this was just a, hey, Ram signed this person. And everyone's like, who? Um, so, uh-huh. again, I... I I'm I'm not really looking to I'm not really looking forward to his highlight reel because I don't think it's going to be very much. I mean, from everything I saw in his attempts, he's good at breaking tackles. The problem is a lot of the concepts he played for the Bucks was a lot of short yardage, quick slants, stop and goes, curl routes. So a lot of like um, quick uh, ding and dunk. You know, Tom Brady's favorite thing to do uh, style of offense. And he was decent in that as a rotational piece for their third wide receiver, fourth wide receiver. So he's been in the situation before and we'll see if he can thrive in the Rams uh, offensive playbook. I think the offense or OTAs will be critical for him and the preseason will be very big for him. And I think that's going to be the case for like um, Tutu. I think Ben has already kind of cemented himself a little bit as a favorite of the coaching staff. I I think he would have to really mess up the offseason to lose that kind of favorite status. I mean, really, if I'm if I'm if I'm being honest, I feel like really uh, Puka, I think, is the one who's really starting to shine in OTAs. I mean, we've seen a lot of good highlight reels from him, um, and so I, I really think that um, I think he's really kind of in that really that star spot to get uh, wide receiver three um, if Tutu cannot, you know, kind of compete for that spot of itself because like i said tutu outwell is like is a really good receiver i i it's just as i think it's just his size that really puts him down i mean he's a super fast guy we saw him make excellent catches and excellent plays last year but it was just too few um and i don't know if he's going to be that you know that blocker that i think they also need when you're when you're looking at a sean McVay offense and as we keep saying they need to get back to that old sean McVay. Uh, offense it do you not think it there's a possibility they could try to like make puka this year's brandon powell like try to push him as like that kind of gadget player where they can put him on jet sweeps they can make him in the backfield randomly like mix up different formations stuff like that for sure but i feel like they didn't utilize powell to to his fullest. I feel like he should have been more of a, let's see what would have happened if we had him as almostly in in every down bag. Let's see if we put him as an, uh, you know, if you had Van Jefferson, you had uh, Cooper cup and you had Powell. I mean, obviously we didn't really have a chance because I don't even, I think maybe Cooper cup played one game with Van Jefferson. Like, so we really didn't get the chance, but like, I feel like Powell could have potentially been a, you know, quasi replacement for Robert Woods. Um, and we just never really saw it. So, uh, you know, I, I I would love that idea. I think that we just – I would want to see more consistency in that receiving core. Yes, obviously they're going to take breaks and they're going to need rotational pieces out. That's going to happen. But I really want to see a set of one, two, three, and let's go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so big notable UDFAs. We'll uh, touch on them a little bit here. 
Uh, and if we don't say your favorite UDFA, please don't give us a one-star review for it. We'll, we'll touch them eventually. There's a lot of guys here. Uh, uh, Tanner Brown, a kicker from Oklahoma State, uh, made 26 of his last 27. Um, uh, one of the better kickers in Oklahoma State history. Uh, Lou... Groza Award semifinalist, and then we have Christopher Dunn, kicker from North Carolina State. So, a nice old kicker battle. I know those thrill you, Zach. That's what uh, gets you up in the morning is a kicker battle that you can watch in preseason. Hey, a kicker can make or break a game if it's coming down to the wire. So, I'm you know, we need somebody who's going to replace who is going to replace Matt Gay. Um, so I'm all for this kicker battle because I, I do think it's a, it's a very important role into the Rams, just like I think the punter is also a very important role in the Rams. And um, those are two positions that we're looking at rookies to fill those spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still have PTSD from uh, 2020 and uh, 2019 also like a little bit because Greg Zerline just played terrible that year. And cost us a trip to the playoffs. A lot of people forget that. Uh, that missed kick in Seattle, if we had uh, won that game in 2019, we would have made the playoffs. Uh, and in 2020, um, I don't think uh, we would have been really higher seeded if we had a better kicker or not. But it definitely hurt us in a lot of the early season games. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, I'll take one. Um, moving on, uh, Tyron Evans, running back of Louisville. Uh, I think this is a solid depth signing, Zach. Uh, I know he caught my eye a little bit uh, whenever I saw Louisville play, which I think I watched one of their games. And uh, he, he looked pretty good. Uh, the blocking for Louisville wasn't the greatest. Uh, but he looked pretty dynamic, and uh, we'll see if he can do anything. Yeah, like I said, like you, you, you said it perfectly. He's a good depth piece. We'll see what happens. They need they need someone to help back up Cam Akers because um, I don't think they're quite set on who's going to fill in that rotational piece. Um, so it's a good to have that depth piece and kind of battle it out in OTAs and minicamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a weird thing too was the Rams waived, I think, two or three players. Um, w- one was actually Tyler's uh, cl- classmate or teammate, uh, Tyler Hudson. Uh, Zach, what do you make of the team waving off players before even OTAs really started? Like, I feel like we <clears throat> had to either really mess up or this team mismanaged something pretty badly. Uh, well, I mean, it's not like we have people flowing in from everywhere to play for this team. We don't have full roster. Sure. I mean, they did fill. I mean, I, I do believe they filled um, what they needed to um, for for this to work. Um, but um, but they were undrafted rookies. It wasn't like they just I mean, they there are three players that they gave a shot for. Um, and you know, I, I think that, I think they just, they didn't prove themselves when, when they had their chance. And so they just went ahead and waved them. I mean, we did have more signings since then. I mean, they, like I said, they just picked up Tyler Johnson. They, they had a couple other people that they did pick up, but 
Um, but for the most part, I, I, I'm not concerned by this. I, there, there are positions that I think we had some depth in. Um, but again, it, it has to work for this team. And if they find players who are not bringing everything to this game, then they're just, they're just not going to, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, Brett Ripon comes to the team. Uh, uh, I mean, I they're just adding more to that QB room. Yeah, I mean it's it's just one of those things that I think they're just going they're just doing it to do it. Um, we'll see what happens, but I, I think it's just to kind of build that QB room and then to and go from there. Uh, Again, to give him credit, I think he's better than either two backups we had last year. I would not disagree. I mean, that's not a high bar, Zach. Um, uh, but, you know, it's a bar, and um, happy he's here. Hopefully uh, he can improve, and, you know, you never know. NFL is full of crazy stories. Uh, so let's talk about the roster real quickly here before uh, we end. Uh, starting roster uh, QB pretty settled. Matthew Stafford's going to be starter. Stenson Benny appears to be the permanent backup for the season. Of course, wide receiver, we have Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Vince Gronick, and Tutu. Uh, with that fifth spot, uh, fifth, fourth kind of being like, uh, it looks like Puka will take control of that. Uh, any comments on uh, QB or wide receiver? No, I mean, I think it, I think what you said is it makes sense. Is we've kind of already discussed the wide receiver room for it, so um, I think that's those are pretty much set. Uh, tight ends are the kind of the same kind of the same animal. I mean, I, I think Tyler Higby is still going to be tight end one. Um, I think Hunter Long is going to be tight end two, um, and and we'll we'll see how that works out. Um, it's really the it's really and we know running back Cam Akers is going to be running back number one, and you know there'll be. A somewhat of a committee behind him uh but yeah. why don't why don't you go through the o-line because um that that is kind of our biggest question mark of who's going to be um who's going to be that and even even matt lafleur came out this week and he said the best five are going to be out there he's he's not giving the job to anybody they have to earn it in otas they have to earn it in training camp yeah um so so give me give me your thoughts on how or what you see this o-line looking like coming 2023 yeah so uh, let's start with easiest to kind of like most competitive i think rob haven sign he's been a solid to really good uh tackle right tackle for this team he's going to be the right tackle this season um outside of injury of course guys put asterisks here injuries as we saw last year can throw off some stuff um center i think it's a uh, pretty clear brian allen is gonna win out again like i know he didn't have the greatest year uh, and people like to remind me that whenever I posted this on Twitter, uh, and then I would like to remind them everyone around him was getting hurt, and then he got hurt. Uh, so it's easier to look bad when everyone around you is just not on the same wavelength as you. Like, a part of O-line is having chemistry, as we like to say a lot. Yep. So I, I think he's uh, pretty sure. And then... Um, 
left guard, I would say, is our uh, rookie, uh, Avila. I, I keep on having to remind myself I don't want to butcher his name. Avila. Uh, I really think this kid is going to be a stud. I think he's going to be the best lineman the Rams have had in, since, I would say, outside of Big Wit. Uh, probably in the last five years. Uh, I, I really like him coming out of college, and I feel like the Rams really did uh, do a good job with picking him. Uh, so real, real, then, quick, real quick, let me let me, let me me talk about him real quick because I really do like yeah. him. I like that pick. Um, he has confidence. He has passion. He has drive. We got to, When he had his media veil last week, you know, the things that I noted, like he, he knows what kind of opportunity this is this is something that you don't just you don't just throw under. And so, like, I, I see the passion, I see the commitment. I, I've you know seen what they've you know they've provided us to be able to see from the OTAs, and I, I think he has that drive and he has that built to be able to perform. Um, you know, I'm I'm going through and I'm watching uh, American Underdog again while I'm on my trip. I got random things to watch, so I'm watching that again and just kind of like you. It's it's the it's the people who have that kind of passion who who make a difference in a football team, uh, you know, similar to you know, Kurt Warner and and his dreams and you, you look at so many players who've had the passion and that passion can really drive you to the next level, um, and so I think Avila has that that has that drive and I want to note I might have said Matt Lafleur when I met Mike Lafleur, so don't comment on it. I, I realize that I might have said it, so mm. there we go. All right, go back to your own line. Uh, no, and left guard was our worst position at O-line and has been for a few years now. It's been a really kind of like glossed over part of the O-line uh, just because we've had good tackles uh, for the most part in a solid interior for most of McVeigh era. Uh, and it's nice to get a really solid left guard that can uh, kind of fill in that hole. And then comes the two... Areas where I think uh, are up for competition that um, people could win. Right guard and left tackle. Uh, so let's kind of talk about right guard first. Because uh, for the most part, I think Logan Bruss, uh, he had positive stuff coming out um, from OTAs last year. And it was kind of a shame because didn't he get hurt the first play of the preseason? Like it, it was really weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It, yeah, it was in preseason. He didn't get a whole lot, but what we even what we did see, I, you know, OTAs are kind of in the middle of the year. But like once we started getting later, he never really like OTAs. I feel like he did shine, but then like later, like we never really saw a whole lot from him. And then obviously, yes, preseason happens. He gets injured first play, and you know, he's done for the year. So he still has a lot to prove to me. Uh, he was a high pick for the Rams last year. I mean, he was the first pick for the Rams last draft. So, um, realistically, he has he has to he has to perform, and we'll see if he can beat the competition out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it's hard to tell because we haven't seen me and you haven't seen anything from him. So I'm just kind of going off of the fact he was drafted so high, and I think. Um, uh, from everything they've said, they like what they see from him, and uh, we'll see if he can win the job. Um, and then, uh, really, left tackle, I think, is going to be the biggest issue. Um, I 
I don't think Joe Newboom has it. I he he's looked good in spots whenever he's filled in. Um, I thought he was going to be better than he turned out to be. Now he did get hurt, and the rest of the O line was also a mess to his right. So it's a little bit hard to judge. But when I did see other people come in, I just felt like they played better than No Boom did. Uh, and I will give him credit, Alert Jackson. I know uh, commenters have uh, said that I like AJ Carey more. I, I like them both equally. I think they both came in pretty clutch, and they both played better than No Boom, in my opinion, uh, last year. So I think Jackson will probably end up winning <laughs> that spot. Uh, I do think a Curry, which a lot of people haven't talked about, has a potential to win that spot too. It's completely open. I think that's going to be the one spot where you, you could see a Curry starting and everyone's like, what? Uh, why? And it's because he played better in uh, preseason. Yeah, I think, like I said, I feel like as far as the previous starters for the Rams, like the you know 2022 starters for the Rams, I think Nopum is the one who would – you know, really be on the line to lose his job, uh, lose, I mean, lose his starting job. Um, yeah. He still would be a good depth piece. Maybe we try to move him to a different side. Expensive. Um, but, but, he, but he is expensive. So, but I don't, I don't know what his contract is structured. So I don't know how, how well that, that is to move on from him, but um, he would be an expensive backup. Yep. Very expensive. Uh, and that's our uh, lineup uh, for now for the offense. Uh, we'll probably do defensive lineup next podcast, Zach. Uh, so uh, just mm, a few little bit, a uh, few little minor things. Rams get DB Vincent Gray off of waivers. I really like that. I think he has a potential to be in the rotation, Zach, uh, any uh, comments on Vincent Gray? No, I need to do a little bit more digging on him and, and kind of look into his background. Like I said, I've been kind of out uh, out of things for a little bit. but Traveling. Um, yeah. yeah, traveling. He's from, so. he's from the Saints, uh, second-year player. Uh, I really do think this is a kind of steal. They claimed him, and um, I liked him coming out of college last year uh i thought he would have been a quality like uh fifth or sixth round uh style player uh so you know we'll see i think the rams have done good picking dbs off of the waivers uh in last few years so hopefully sneed got another gym because our secondary needs needs help yeah no i i, I don't i don't disagree um I'm really looking forward to talking to our next our next episode. Uh, maybe it'll come sooner rather than later, only because there's there's a lot that came out of this week too. Um, we focus this episode primarily on the offense, but um, Raheem Morris yeah. is doing some great work, and he's he provided some insight oh, yeah. um, this past week on who he thinks could replace you know the Jalen Ramsey role and and some other things. So uh, I'm looking forward to having that conversation too. Um, yeah, that's what I gotta say about that. And dude, that guy saved a kid's life. Like, come on now. Oh yeah, that guy is awesome. That's cool. That, Man, that's Raheem, Raheem. Raheem Morris is 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 a dog, and um, you know he, he 
for why people won't give him a chance, another chance to be a head coach is just beyond me. I'm glad the Rams have him. I think Sean McVay needs him this year. Um, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. The fact that he didn't get a job after a Super Bowl is nuts, nuts to me. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the East Coast Rams podcast. Talking all about the offense for the most part uh, this week. But if you have questions or comments and you want to share them with us, you can do so by going to feed or by emailing us at feedback at eastcoastrams.com or hit us up on Twitter. Our official Twitter account is at East Coast Rams. You can find Ashton at RamsFanAshton1 and you can find me at Zach Mayer. Whoo! Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, other thing, other than that, uh, you can find us at eastcoastrams.com. That's where you can find every version of this podcast, or you can go to youtube.com/slash at eastcoastrams to find the video version of this podcast. Ashton, anything you want to say before we sign off? No, like and subscribe, guys. Uh, comment down. Give us our suggestions. Uh, where were we wrong? Uh, any feedback? Uh, what? Who do you think is or give your O line suggestion? A comment down below. Let us know, and we'll even might even read your comments uh, during the next pod. Uh, same thing if you're on podcast listening to this, please like and subscribe. Or sorry, uh, please. Uh, what is it? Uh, give a review. Subscribe and uh, smash the bell. Yes, smash the bell and give a review. Uh, that that's really big for Apple suggesting it to other fans. Uh, we definitely appreciate it, and we love the uh, constant listeners. Uh, there's a few of you guys, and we do really appreciate it. We put in a good amount of work. Uh, Zach did an awesome job getting our intro and extra uh, outro videos. Uh, done they look fantastic and uh you know uh, this thing has grown and we love doing this for y'all yep so catch us next time we will talk about the defense we promise we'll talk about all the stuff that raheem morris had said this past week um at, at, during his time at the otas media veil so uh with that ramley we will catch you guys next time <laughs>